This is Iron Mike, Mike Ditka, and I love Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honesty. I like to smoke them like some Winston Good morning. I'm your host, Honest Dave, and welcome. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, at the Casa de Monte Cristo store, world-famous cigar bar and lounge. If you're anywhere near the area, stop by and join us this morning. Is I'm getting ready to have one of their world-famous, awesome cappuccinos. And uh, if not, Bloody Mary, Mimosa, whatever you're fancy this morning, come on in. It's never have, too early for bourbon. Never too early for bourbon if you're the brewmeister to my left here. And mm-hmm. joining us in place of the lovely EDM, the not-so-lovely John D13. Morning. 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 How does it feel to be sitting in Lady M's chair? Squishy. Squishy. <laughs> Squishy. John D., uh, who will be joining us today, uh, sitting in for the lovely Lady M. We'll have a cigar showdown later on in the episode. And, of course, John D. will be broadcasting with me live. It will just be me and him and all the guests next week at the 8th Annual Great Smoke event. I mean, I'm going to be up on stage somewhere away from everybody, right? Yes, but there will be a big crowd in front of you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. John's a little recluse. Don't worry. We'll get you some Xanax or something. Okay. Get you some Xanax. Bourbon. Okay, there bourbon you go. go. Don't worry, I got, I got an in on that for the day, no problem. Uh, yes, awesome. we'll have plenty of bourbon. Speaking of the Great Smoke, only one week away, T-minus seven days and counting to what was voted one of voted voted the number one cigar event in America. It should be. It should goes be. number one cigar event in America, the Great Smoke. I didn't I, even vote. Well, your vote doesn't count. <laughs> but uh, other than that being said... Um, Huge! Ah, oh, there is my lovely cappuccino. Take a picture of this, John. Twitter this. Twitter this. This is just like this is a masterpiece at, at its work. People need to know what we experience here on the. On Wrong, the, John. Get the bubbles all flowing in there with the cinnamon that. on top and the sugar stick that you are now daintily placing inside. As I light off, as I light up. Also, to enjoy my cappuccino, this new cigar just here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Christophe. Yeah, you're going to have to help me out. Ceniza de Plata. Ceniza si, de Plata. It is in the new Gallinero line. That uh, is the new line they came out with this year. There are three different blends. This is a new blend they've brought in. It's got the San Andreas wrapper. Of course, San Andreas is so hot right now. San Andreas has always been a solid wrapper. Most mm-hmm. people don't know that. but It's just really hot right now. It's it's just getting more popular, but it's always been a solid. Been a solid, but it's very very something people are going to a lot more than they have in the past recently. So, 
Um, I just think people didn't even advertise as much in the past about using a Mexican rapper. Well, that was that is definitely true, and that we cannot disagree with that at all. John, any comments? No. <laughs> you've been you've been a long you've been a long time. I've known you for yeah. years. You've been a long time fan of the Mexican rapper. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think people are just now starting to appreciate. I mean, the the problem was for a long time there was only one brand that really used it, Tiamo, and. I don't, even, I don't even know if they really used it, but when you think about Mexicans, you, you thought about that brand, you just said, eh, nah. But now, you know, especially with uh, a very a very well-known maker who never acknowledged or disavowed the fact that it was a Mexican rapper on their cigar, I think people are now appreciating that rapper and, and getting the flavor profile out of it that's much different than a Cameroon or... Or, or any other rapper out there. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to tell you something that I found out recently. Which Ooh. I don't know if our listeners or either of you knew. Maybe I was just in the dark on this one. But, you know, the San Andreas rapper, all three of us seem to be a fan of. We like this dark, you know, maroon rapper. But um, you mentioned the brand Tiama, which, of course, has died and fallen off the wayside. I think... Uh, They've tried to resuscitate that brand a few times, and it just won't kick. But I think they tried to make a revolution out of it, but I don't think it worked. Yeah, nice, nice pun. <laughs> um, it's early for the puns. Too early for that one. But, I liked but, it. But here's a funny thing, which I never knew. Um, you know, Tiamo is a Mexican-made brand. Right. Do you know that they're not allowed, or until recently, I think the law just changed, but they weren't allowed to import any tobacco in Mexico. So they had to use all Mexican That's tobacco. why they were always puros. They had the... Uh-huh. Mexico's really not a region for good filler or binder. Yeah. It really isn't. Good uh, coffee, you, but not filler yeah, or binder. Yeah, once you got outside that San Andreas Maron wrapper, that's it. So they didn't have much to work with. And now I think, I, I believe they just passed a law where now Mexico can import... You know, these families can import now tobacco from other countries, which really should affect... The product coming out. Well, of it should. I mean, I mean, even, I mean, a lot of your taste comes from the wrapper, but if the binder and the filler are horrible, it doesn't really matter how good your yeah. wrapper is. Tarek family has been there for years, and if that's the case, we'll see what happens. With them. But back to the Great Smoke, eighth annual Great Smoke. VIP tickets are sold out. I think there's some limited seats left available for the pre-event dinner. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a hell of a heck of a dinner. Uh, it's going to be at Ruth's Chris in West Palm Beach. It's going to be the first time they're hosting this event. Uh, includes a five-course meal, four-course meal, stellar. The menu's on there. But also, if you're the attendee, you'll be one of the first people in the country to get a five-pack of um, the 601 Bunker Buster, a micro-blend made by Eric Espinosa. So uh, I believe that brand is not due to be released until April. That's what I've heard. But the attendees of the Great Smoke pre-event dinner will get a five-pack. And the next day, the festivities are crazy. We got 40 cigar companies out. 40 cigar companies are going to be out there. Adam, what are some of the beverage companies that are going to be representing? Uh, ooh, there is a lot. Um, Sam Adams, of course, is the official beer sponsor and has been for the, at least the last seven years. And they give away more beer than I can possibly imagine. We, <laughs> I was actually talking to the beer rep a couple of days ago, and he wanted to do kegs this year. However, we then cal- I think he did kegs one year. He had it out there, and then went reverted back to bottles. Well, the, the the problem is we calculated out how many bottles we give away, and as you know, in a standard, uh, what is now considered a full keg, is the former half barrel, 
and there are only about 125 beers in that, um, we would have needed 10 plus kegs. Wow. So there's no way that would have ever worked out just to keep that many kegs cool over the entire day. So we went with the bottle aspect again. Actually, I think we're going to do the new Sam Adams cans are going to be available. That's what they're doing. Um, there's also going to be Bacardi is going to be on hand. Uh, Proximo Spirits, Gentleman Jack will be on hand. Um, Jack Honey will be present. There's a couple of different tequila companies that will be there. Uh, I could keep going on and on. Tons of food. This year, for the first time ever, I heard they're getting a dunk tank. That's what I hear. Yes. For charity, you could try to dunk some of your favorite manufacturers. I hear they got Matt Booth lined up, mm-hmm. Eric Espinosa, Eddie Ortega, George Rico. We know Lady M is going to go in there for charity. <laughs> and Marvin Samel. Oh, and Marvin Samel of Drew Estate. We know it's Samuel. Don't worry, Marvin. <laughs> I can see him calling. Hey, don't you know my name is Samo? <laughs> but um, I just like quoted from Samel from when Pat from uh, or whatever his name was from Indiana or whatever called. Yeah, it's too bad Sokka won't fly down to be in that tank. I'd I'd waste about fifty bucks on that one. <laughs> I don't think he would hold him. There's a weight capacity on the bar. Not you know, not saying it would hold me either. I'm not throwing any stones out there. Right. But this year's event's going to be stellar. And if you're out there, listen, it's a great event for couples. If you buy a general admission ticket for an additional $30, you can buy a companion ticket for your wife, girlfriend, your wife and girlfriend, either or. Uh, you bring them out. They get to enjoy the festivities, the drinking, the booze, the entertainment. The companion just doesn't get any of the cigars for the day. And on top of entertainment, we got this year, first time ever, the people upstairs. Now, I've, these, these, this, this is like a local legend band. Look, my producer's wigging out awesome. This is like a local legend of a band. I've, I've never seen them. All I did is heard about them. They were excited to be part of the Great Smoke this year. Uh, when they found out it was for charity for the Kids Cancer Foundation, they gave us a hell of a break to meet the budget. And uh, supposedly these guys are going to tear down the house. And special appearance, we have the Christoph Brothers uh, coming out from Las Vegas. They were semifinalists on America's Got Talent next year. And they should put put on an amazing show. So we're going to be broadcasting live from the Great Smoke next week. If you're out there you haven't got tickets, I believe there's still tickets available. Visit them at www.thegreatsmoke.com. We might be giving a pair away today on the show. So don't go anywhere. Keep listening. And you might win yourself a pair if uh, you haven't purchased yourself any yet. And, of course, every year they do this crazy thing. They give away 20 pounds of stolid sterling silver. It's a chunk of silver. Shaped in the Great Smoke logo. Wow. So if you show up with a ticket, the bottom half is a stub, I guess you keep it, and they uh, give it away to some lucky uh, attendee at the end of the event. So That's awesome. A lot of great stuff. For more information or to get your tickets, visit www.thegreatsmoke.com. Enough on that. Also, later on in the show, we'll be giving away Panther tickets for Thursday the 27th. Anybody interested in going to see a Panther game, stay tuned. We'll be giving away a pair of tickets today. Speaking of things to be given away, you know, it's we like to give things here on Kiss My Ash Radio. We're givers, along with everybody else. We do a Zycar giveaway every week. The great folks at Zycar, one of our great sponsors of Kiss My Ash Radio, products guaranteed for life. Do you know what they're giving uh, away I today? I think it was in the folder of stuff that you had, <laughs> because... I may have maybe wanted to grab that before you got into that. Oh, I did. <laughs> I thought you were. You knew it was in there. There it is. Yeah. 
here you go. What are okay. the great, what are this the great week, prizes Zycar giving ooh, away? Ooh, an excellent prize pack from our good friends over at Zycar. You could be the winner if you're the 10th caller when you hear this sound. You're going to get a Pulsar G2 lighter. This is a brand new, fantastic lighter. Almost came out about two years ago now. It is as a bottom punch. It's got a single, triple flame action. It is one of the best lighters out there, of course. It is guaranteed for life. It is a $100 value. And because, you know, we're in a giving mood today, we're also going to throw in a 0.11 millimeter twist punch. So... Good stuff. Absolutely. $140 in total retail value. You can't go wrong with that. And Zykar for life. All right. That being said, uh, also, um, what we got today, Fantasy Fumari. We got a couple slots left on Fantasy Fumari if you're out there, folks. There's a great way to win $100. Just gift certificate for having a good time challenging some of your fellow listeners and comrades to which cigars sell the best. Uh, we got a few slots for registration, so please visit us at www.kissmyashradio.com. Click on the Fantasy Fumari button. Uh, we hope to do the draft by next uh, the week after the Great Smoke. We got a couple of slots left. I know you did it last season. I did. John. I did. How did you fare last season? Uh, dead last. Dead last. You gonna give it a go again? We got a couple of slots open. Give it a go again. If I play this time, I play to win. There you go. I take no prisoners this time. You took favorites time. last time. I, I know. know. Yeah, I know exactly what to do this there time. You go. I, I watch the strategy of the winner. Good. I'm going to take the advice of my coach this time. <laughs> Look at him. He's all serious. He's and I'm, I'm going right. to win this puppy. We're going to make right. sure we get you a slot in there. And up ahead in our Meet Your Maker segment, Tim Ozinger, a blast in the past, former family-run uh, CAO Cigars. Uh, he's been out in the business for a few years. It's going to be interesting to see what's going on in the world of Tim Osinger uh, right after this. Smack it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. When it comes to tasting the Jack Daniels family of whiskey, I always suggest that people start with Gentleman Jack. It is the only whiskey in the world to be charcoaled mellowed twice, giving it its ultimate smoothness. Such a delicious, full-body whiskey with a kick of fruit and spice with a silky, warm, pleasant finish. When you drink Gentleman Jack, you always enjoy a rich, rewarding taste. It is the only whiskey you will want to drink. The official VIP sponsor of The Great Smoke. Please drink responsibly. It's that time of year again. Fall is fast approaching, and the Quesada Oktoberfest is back. This full-flavored Dominican Puro is blended to pair with your favorite Oktoberfest beers, brewed annually for the famous German festival. Quesada Oktoberfest is available only during the fall. So grab a beer and a few of these delicious cigars before they sell out. Quesada Oktoberfest, the only cigar on the market made specifically to pair with beer. Proust. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you gotta go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. Here's a troubling fact. Your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is under siege by some form of smoking ban in every state in the Union. And federal S-chip legislation has increased taxes on cigars by over 52%. 
CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is your voice across all levels of government, federal, state, and local in this great nation. Let your voice be heard. Join CRA for $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Lovers of full-body cigars are in for an awesome treat. Monty from Monte Cristo, a bold modern cigar, uniquely crafted with not one, but two binders. A robust Corojo binder is paired with a spicy Olor binder. The two binders add strength and complexity for an unbelievably flavorful smoke. A dark Ecuadorian wrapper gives the Monte even more punch, ensuring a knockout experience. Double binder, amazing flavor, great price. That's Monty. This is Sam Lassia with Lassia Tobacco. To all the veterans out there, Lady M loves semen. You're listening to Cash My Ash Radio. Where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? Welcome back. I'm Steve here. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Broadcasting live from the world-famous cigar bar, the Casa de Monte Cristo, off of Gateway Boulevard in Boynton Beach, Florida. If you're in the area, anywhere nearby, I strongly urge you to come down and enjoy us, listen, join us, listen to the show live, and have a bourbon with the Brewmeister. Absolutely. Actually, I was Thank thinking you. about having a beer this early because it just seems... Beer? Like- no bourbon? I figured with the bourbon counterpart, John D. Here, you'd be yeah. in a bourbon. A couple of bourbons today. there, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little, yeah. Uh, little buffalo trace in the morning. Yeah, why not? That'd be nice. Oh yeah, one or two, one, one finger or two. Two. Oh yeah, uh, Eugenio, can I get two buffalo trace doubles over here, please? Thank you. Neat. 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 Always. Always. Always neat. Those of you who try to put it on the rocks here. Destroying good bourbon. I tell you what, I'm really enjoying this cigar other than the quintuple cap that just came off when I... Did you see that? <laughs> I saw that. And the cigar really had like a quintuple cap. I actually stopped to ask John D. and I mean, is it me? It doesn't look like it's quintuple I, capped. I actually cut it twice because the first time I cut it, I was like, I don't feel like I took enough off. And well, I used the pure cut too. Well, I just took a drag off it, the, like the whole whatever that was that was showing the quintuple caption there. Kind of came off in one fell swoop, but mm. that cigar is enjoyable. Mm. I'm a little more body and oaf than I expected in it. Nice. So very, very good. good, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we have a caller on the hold. Uh, caller, you're live. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Hi. Am I on the radio? <laughs> didn't Colin? Did we not tell you to screen calls today? <laughs> Oh no, Mama Evans and Mama Evans playing here right with me. <laughs> you don't sound like so it's sunny you, in Florida. Yes, it is sunny in Florida, and you are you ladies are calling from where? From Philadelphia. It's snowing right now. That's why we live in Florida. Yes, that's, that's just dirty talk. You quit talking dirty like that. Yeah, I'm going to talk dirty to you. I'm going to talk snow dirty to you. She's going to talk snow dirty. <laughs> snow dirty. I'm oh. a dirty, dirty girl. Yes, yeah, so it's kind of dirty. Did the they found our mailbox. <laughs> they, what happened to your mailbox? 
my, my uncle's mailbox got plowed. Got plowed. Well, that's what happens in the snow. He's pissed. Are you going to be able to get <laughs> out of there alive? Uh, I miss you guys. What's up? We miss you too. John D. doesn't do anything for your seat normally next to me. No offense. No offense taken. But um, are you, does it look like you'll be able to get out of there? I'm hoping to get yeah. out again. Yeah, mom's driving me stir crazy. I'm ready to go. You're ready to go. <laughs> you got a big blizzard blocking a lot of flights. You think you're ready to fly out of time? I hope so. Back I'm not flying until tomorrow, so let's hope that I get out. Back in time for the Great Smoke. we got a lot to do to get ready for the Great Smoke. Do you miss me? Never. Dave, come I on. Say, I won't say it on the air. Are you kidding me? I know you wanted to call me ten times yesterday, and you didn't. What music he's got going on? Uh, Actually, you know, I called Duncan, and I said, Duncan, you should call your girl and tell her you miss her. So that's what I did. I did what the right, what the right, right thing to do was there. Well, we wish you a safe trip. Stay warm. Cuddle up. You know, if it doesn't work, just all of you get naked under a blanket and just do a lot of friction. It'll work. Excellent. Listen. Yeah, she's, I'm, laying, I'm laying with Mama M right now, and she's got stubby legs, and it hurts. <laughs> really? <laughs> she's with me. I'm ready to go. Oh, that's, I love that's your mother. a little too much. <laughs> All right, I love you guys. We love you guys, too. All right, talk to Take you later. Take care. Wow, Bye. listen, that, that was just, you know. Sad. Yeah, it was. I've seen Lady M's legs. She shouldn't be throwing stones at anybody. <laughs> That's probably back from her Northwood days. Too. I don't get that. What is with that shave? They, they, it must be that Sasquatch effect. hi I gave Colin a shot right there. I was waiting for him to hit it. Was that, that was, the one you that was for? good. That was Thank pretty you. good, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> well Thanks. done. I'm All trying. Right. All right, let's get back to business. Mm-hmm. We got some new stuff that is coming to Humidor, which I know John may be smoking, may not be smoking. Mm. He is enjoying one of his two cigars that he'll yes, be uh, getting ready to either uh, praise or derail on a cigar showdown later on in the episode. How is the first one coming along? First one's pretty nice. Oh. It's pretty nice. I tell you, I really expected a lot more cruelty out of you. You were a very humble critiquer of cigars well, in your KMA career? A lot of it depends on who's giving me the cigars. There are some people in the past who would give me cigars that, wow, why did you even bother? Yes. But, you know, so, sometimes people step up to the plate and actually give me something comparable that's within my flavor but because profile. these aren't being gifted to you, it's more like a job. It's like a greater it glory is a call. Job. It's like a greater glory calling. It's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of, he's taking pride in it, man. I, <laughs> it is. I got he's got a big job to do here. He is. The man is taking pride on it. So what is new in the humidor? Adam K. All right. Of course, uh, I am here smoking. The EPC Short Run 2014 in the Inch Series. The Short Run has been one of the things that Ernesto Perez Carrillo has been putting out since he formulated the company. started in 2010 with the 2010 release. The 2011 release was one of my personal favorites. It had the Connecticut wrapper. Uh, This year, they decided to expand the very popular Inch line, which is kind of a takeoff from Ernesto's roots with a certain company out of the Dominican, which he no longer has trademark rights for. Uh, basically, it's the same kind of a blend, but with a different wrapper to it. So far, you know, it's a it's a it's a nice little cigar. So if you're a big fan of the Inch series, this is definitely something you want to get into. Uh, our guest from last week has his own cigar that is now available for sale in the Aroa line. It comes mm. in four different sizes: a four by fifty-eight, six by fifty-four, a five by fifty-two, and of course a six sixty, because. 
Everybody loves 660s. Yeah. And those can go anywhere from a price range of $12.15 to $8.15 across the line. Also, the Christophe Sanzia de Plata just landed this week that you are now smoking, Abe, in the San Andreas wrapper. I tell you, I'm enjoying it. I really, I have to say, I'm enjoying it more than I expected I would be. Mm-hmm. So this is a very enjoyable spot. Excellent. Available in a Robusto, Toro, and, of course, a 660. Quintuple capped. Quintuple capped for your pleasure. Nobody? No? No? No. 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 All right, I'll try harder. Uh, also, I just saw that the last of the Singulares uh, for 2013 have landed. Uh, those are an extremely limited production. I really like those. It's available in a I Churchill really, this really year. I really, really like those. Singularities every year have been a pretty solid hit. Yeah. They really have been, year after year. So, I mean, uh, should be something, uh, you know, everybody wishes he makes more of, so get them while you can. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, Aging Room, if you want to enjoy the number two cigar in the well, number one cigar in the free world. Finding its way back on shelves? I've, I've heard the sh- it's finding its way back shelves. They've gotten over, you know, the initial influx of just order, 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 and everybody in the world trying to get it, and they've been able to catch up, and so now available for your for you to try uh, in the concerto. And that's what's new in the humidor. Absolutely. Up ahead, don't go anywhere, a very interesting interview with Tim Ozinger. Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. You might smoke one of six cigar brands at any given time, but you cut and light your cigar with one brand. And for me, it's always Icar. With their guaranteed quality, innovative design, and dependability, there is simply no other choice. Plus, it's backed by a lifetime warranty. You can't get much better than that. Icar customers expect the best quality available, and the lifetime warranty insists on it. At Smoke In, we love selling Zycar accessories. Stop by and become a part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. 
In their Miami factory, Casa Fernandez makes the finest limited quantity cigars with Class 7 Cuban Master Rollers. Made in the USA in the Cuban tradition. The chocolate bar, the Casa Fernandez Reserva Maduro Corona Extra 5x46 was a big hit at the 2013 IPCPR. The Miami-made Reserva Maduro was blended by our world-renowned Arsenio Ramos, proudly made in the U.S. with the world's best rollers and Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaves of tobacco. This Edgar Ho with Edgar Ho cigars and one shot, one kill. It only takes one shot. So you better listen to Kiss My Ash Radio. Where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Now here's your host, Honest Ace. Yeah, I, I can like want to listen to this whole song. Mel, me, me, me too. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you and I are both depressed this next season, the last season of Just Cry. Yes. Uh, have you been keeping up with this season? Absolutely. I I heard from a friend of mine that it's been ridiculous. The last you episode. You watched it this season? I haven't. Oh. I've been. I have. I've been a little busy. I haven't. It's had, good this season. I've heard that. I've heard it's ridiculous, and like the last episode apparently was just mind blowing. I'm just yeah. I'm just really depressed that I found out that you told me that next season will be the last season of Justified. You watch Justified? I just started watching it, but I'm in the first season right oh, now. Oh, it's great. Is it? it is but, but great. The, the great thing about something like when you catch up on something like that, you can sit down on a Saturday afternoon. You killed three seasons. Oh, it's awesome. I'm telling you. This One of my favorite pilots of all time in, is Justified. Yeah. Just like, especially, you know, sometimes on the pilot... The you, opening scene was great. He's in oh, Miami yeah. in a cowboy outfit. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Classic. At the top TV. of the pool bar oh, there. Oh, yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Basically tells him, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I mean, it's just great. And the best part is, every time he's like, so tell me about the shooting. That was justified. Right? That's it. That's you know, the writer died. Yeah. You think that's why they're killing the show? Well, the funny thing is, like, after he watched the first season, he was inspired to write more. And he was going to come out with because it, it was only based upon one short story, uh, wow. Fire in the Hole, uh, that he originally wrote. And that's where they developed the entire rest of it after he watched the first season. He was inspired to keep writing and do more writing. But it, unfortunately, he never really got there because he's passed on to the next life. Yeah, it's too bad. Mm-hmm. Great show. Anyways, folks, uh, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe. We are broadcasting live from... The world-famous cigar bar, the Casa Monte Cristo at uh, Gateway Boulevard in Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm here with the Brewmeister and uh, John D13, who's smoking uh, his first cigar, his cigar showdown. He'll be doing later on the show. We got a little tangent off a of Justified there from the uh, opener there, but great show. You haven't had a chance. Catch up on mm-hmm. it. It's worth it. Well, every week we invite uh, someone to be on the show for what I consider, honestly, is my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Attention, please. The smoking light has been turned on. This week, we have none other than Tim Osinger, formerly uh, CAO uh, Cigars out of Nashville. His family started the company. And uh, Tim, uh, we're proud and pleased to have you on the show. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you very much, Abe. It's been a long time since we spoke, but uh, happy to be here. It really has been a long time when we spoke. When the producer 
actually told me you were coming on. I, I thought he was kidding me. I said, did you really get Timmy on? So I think this is great. I mean, myself, like I mean, like a bunch of our other, most of our listeners have tons of questions for you and what's been going on and what you've been doing. But uh, for those who don't know Tim, why don't you give us a little bit of background about your family and CAO Cigars and how it started? Well, I mean, my father started CAO out of the basement of our home back in 1968. He loved smoking Meerschaum pipes. My dad's an Armenian who's from Istanbul, Turkey, and he just didn't like the engineering of the Meerschaum pipes, so he improved the engineering in the stem. He went to a tobacconist who was influential in the Carolinas, and that tobacconist loved his mechanical engineering improvement on the pipes. And then people started calling our homes, other tobacconists, and saying, hey, can I order these pipes that, I, that have this mechanical engineering improvement and my father always when he tells me the story he's like son listen when you are armenian never refuse an order you know so he started uh, the pipe business they you know all about that so he started in the pipe business in that way and people said hey we want to make sure that the pipes are of the same quality that we heard about please put your initials on the stem of the pipe and so my father went to a hardware store bought a drill bit and uh, I remember going to sleep at night and hearing him downstairs, you know, carving his initials, which were CAO, into the stem of the Meerschaum pipe. And then, so we started with pipes. Then we got into humidors in the 90s. We were, wanted to make humidors made of solid wood in the USA because all the humidors were being made outside of the USA at that time. And uh, we always thought that made in America had a big-time meaning for for us and for people wanting to come to this country because we're all immigrants. And then... We got into the cigar business in the early 90s, and, and uh, I got very involved in that time, and we, we built the business from then. It, you know, it's funny because most people don't realize how strong you guys were in, in the pipe industry, domineering in the pipe industry, but it seemed like your father knew the right time to keep evolving and stay ahead of the curve to stay you know relevant in the cigar industry. Um, and I think... Uh, the CAO anniversary cigars was the big turn for your company, at least in the premium cigar industry, was it not? Yeah, and I mean, I should say that, you know, we sold our business back in 2007. So, like, you know, my father and I and my sister have not been in the cigar business since 2000, really all together collectively from since 2007. And then, you know, in 2010, you know, 2007, Scandinavian Tobacco Group uh, acquired it. But, yeah. Back to your question, the Atlanta Brasera series is what really kind of uh, helped our company take off. I think the golden age of cigars was like, you know, post-96, 97, because when the boom started in 94, you know, you had obviously all of a sudden this, this boom of uh, uh, demand and the supply, quality supply couldn't fill the demand. But when it did, was it, when it was able to catch up, that's when we introduced our Atlanta Brasera series in 98, and it was well-aged tobaccos, and we started with a Landa Versera Maduro, uh, which at the time was made in Costa Rica, and then we went to a Cameroon blend, and then from there we did a, a CAO Anniversary Extreme, and it's it sort of like the momentum kind of started from, from there. But, yeah, that was a, back in 98. That was really when uh, uh, we had kind of a tremendous success, and, and that's when it all started. Uh, Honest Abe here, you're just joining us. We're talking with Tim Osinger. Uh, who the family who formerly owned uh, CAO Cigars. You know, you talked about not being in the business now for a number of years. And, you know, I'm curious, Tim, I, I, I want to see how you feel about this. Um, because I don't know if you've heard, but there's been a select group of retailers who have gotten uh, together in this industry to form a, who've formed a manufacturing company to make brands. And I think one of their biggest things were 
um, people who they've, you know in this industry when you get behind the company, your company was a family-run company. All right, and, right. It was, and it was operated and based on a lot of great relationships that you, your father, had with brick and mortar retailers across the country. They supported your brands, your company, your family. And together, both of you prospered, and eventually your company got sold. But I think a lot of the brick and mortars felt that after that had happened, uh, the, the new company, the owning company, basically just kind of dismantled what was uh, built on that brand. And, uh, that, and it's one of the reasons why this group of retailers got together. How do you feel personally about what's happened with what you and your family built post-sale and, 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 you know, to the current time? Well, you know, I mean, uh, it's, it's one of those things that when you, uh, I don't, whatever industry you're in and when you sell your business, I mean, you have to kind of understand that when you sell it that you have to kind of, you have to emotionally you know, come to grips with what that means from the from positively, and also, uh, and you have to kind of separate your emotions from it. For us, it was a very kind of something we loved. We loved, we loved what we did. We've always been passion-driven entrepreneurs, and we certainly loved the retailers and relationships and the consumers. And so, you know, once you realize that you once you make that decision to sell your business, which was for like a lot of really good reasons. Um, even though, even though initially we didn't want to, you have to kind of, you know, you have to let it go. And um, so, I mean, I, I, I have not been following what uh, um, what has been going on. Uh, so, and I've, you know, and I've just kind of moved on to the next thing. I like to say that that was a beautiful chapter in my life, and I've turned the page to the next chapter. And, uh, you know, there's another mountain that we're climbing now. Well, let me ask you, Tim, what has the Osinger family been involved in, in the last few years? Well, it's really interesting. You know, my father, he had uh, lymphoma cancer. He was diagnosed back at the beginning of the 2000s, and, you know, he had a stem cell procedure done, and that really kind of brought his, wow. uh, he almost died. You know, it made his body incapacitated, and during those, like, really kind of dark, waning moments, uh, you know, there, might, there was a nurse that came and kind of, you know, rubbed his back and sang him a, uh, a, a, a you know, a Hebrew lullaby, and uh, even though my father is not Jewish, he was so moved by it that he found that that kind of artistic thing of, of song and lullaby kind of gave him, moved him and gave him kind of will, and then he started painting. And uh, we've always been into art and artisan products. So we also felt like as, as uh, immigrants that, you know, particularly my parents, I'm, I'm first generation, that if you're successful, it should be on you to give back, particularly to your country and to your community. So we're starting a contemporary art center for Nashville. We were really inspired by what was going on in Florida at Miami Art Basel, which obviously there are a lot of great cigar companies in Miami, and I know, Abe, you've been there and have great relationships with, with all of them. But if you look at what's happened with Art Basel and contemporary arts down there, it's really kind of transformed the city. And also you can look in different markets like Austin, Portland, Brooklyn. And so we're starting a contemporary art center for Nashville. We had our debut performance on Thursday, which is what totally really? sold out. Really, past Thursday. Yeah. Wow. Well, listen, yeah, we I want to get more into that right after this. We got to take a break, Tim. But more Tim Osinger right after this. Smoke it. Kiss my ash radio on Seaview Radio. The lovely lady M here. I want to invite you to join me and the girls of Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge inside the prestigious PGA National Resort. 
four. Enjoy your favorite cigar while relaxed in a comfortable lounge setting of plush leather chairs and flat screen TVs. Open daily and late night, Smoke-In's Monte Cristo Lounge has a full walk-in humidor, full liquor service, and complimentary valet services provided. For more information on Smoke-In's Monte Cristo Lounge at the PGA National Resort, visit www.smokein.com. Smoke-In, continuing the cigar journey like no other. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the La Aurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the La Aurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a nine. 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old and new. I am Matt Booth from Room 101. The Dolomite Cigar, part of the Big Delicious campaign, Swanky White, Abe Dabba 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 Dabba. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. <laughs> Where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, broadcasting live from the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar here in Boynton Beach, Florida, with my crew, the Brewmeister, and John D. 13, sitting in for the lovely Lady M. 
Uh, big congratulations for our social media word, Kevin Bocasio, I guess. Bocaccio? Bocaccio, Bocaccio, Bocaccio. Bocaccio. Anyways. Somebody get me some... Uh, we, just, we just all became Italian for somebody about two minutes. Somebody get me some minutes. calamari and some calzone. But Kevin from Houston heard the social media word Nashville. And he has won. What did he win uh, there, uh, Brewmeister? He's going to win a five-pack of these new Ernesto Perez short run 2014 in the 60s. He's going to win a 2014 five-pack, 2014 Ernesto Perez Carrillo short run in the inch series. Enjoy as I am currently. That's probably the best media word you've had yet. Nashville. (laughs) Nashville. The reason why is because John D., along with our guests for our Meet Your Maker segment, are uh, both uh, from the same town. Well, I don't know if Timmy's from the same town. We're going to get into that. But we have Tim Osinger for our Meet Your Maker segment. Tim, once again, thank you for joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio. Um, before we went to no, break, before we went to break, you were talking about your roots, your roots in Nashville. Now, you mentioned your father was an immigrant, and uh, your first generation was Nashville your home. Is that the first city you guys came to when you came to America? Well, I was born and raised in Nashville. My father came to New York. He went to uh, Columbia University to get his master's in mechanical engineering. And he met my mother in New York. My mother was uh, um, a Fulbright scholar, and she was going to Bank Street College of Education. And, uh, you know, she was from Turkey, and they met over there. And then they came down to Nashville because my mother went to uh, Peabody School, which is now part of Vanderbilt, to get her Ph.D. So that's what led us to Nashville. Great school, by the way. I Thank would, you. I would imagine it's a good school. It's a great school. Did you go to Vanderbilt? Yeah, I got a master's degree from Vanderbilt. Go Commodores. There you go. So um, you have obviously strong roots in Nashville. Is where your headquarters were when you ran your your family company. And now you're opening up an art center there in Nashville. Is that what you were saying before the break? Yeah. So our former headquarters, you know, basically what you've been to, Abe, we've yes. converted into temporary art center. So it was beautiful before, but it's now like honestly five times as beautiful now. And if you go to our website, oznashville, oznashville.com, you'll see what we're up to. Um, but yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been tremendous. It's a really kind of interesting, you know, new thing that we're working on. Now, Tim, you know, it's interesting you were talking about how your father's history in mechanical engineering and your mother with her PhD. All, all three of you, I mean, your father, your mother, and you have had very different integral ways into getting into the cigar industry. I, you know, we started with the whole pipe idea, but you did some other things before that. I mean, tell the listeners what you were doing before you were, you know, running CAO. Well, you know, it was kind of funny because we all learned by doing so. I mean, I was out in California at University of Southern California. I got into their acting conservatory training program, which was very competitive. And uh, then right after that, I worked at uh, California Shakespeare Festival in Berkeley. And I went back to Los Angeles. I did a lot of improv comedy theater. And then I got encouraged to do stand-up comedy and that was great. I mean, I was enjoying it. I was making a lot of people laugh. But when you're first starting in, in stand-up, and that's a tough career, you're performing all the time. It's like going to the gym, but you're not getting paid for doing it. So during the day, rather than being like a waiter like most other like performers and actors start off, I was visiting tobacconists. At that time, there was like very little tax, tobacco tax in California. And it was in the early 90s. I was selling like, you know, our pipes and humidors, and then we got into cigars. The quality at that time, you guys remember, like one box of cigars was 
brown like it was supposed to look like and the other box <laughs> green and I would make friends with people like like you Abe and I'd be like Abe help me out here how can I sell in your store and you're like Timmy you're a good guy try this and this and if you could do that for a buck cheaper then I could sell it so I would just listen and then I started making cigars of manufacturers that people wanted and that's kind of what led me back into like the fold of our family business it, this is John you know one of the things that I remember about CEO is that 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 Maduro Anniversario, when it first came out, that was a fantastic stick. You know, if, if I could go back in time, I'd put about 50 boxes of those away. The one from the Donald Douglas factory. Oh, God, yeah. those were good. Yeah, yeah. Those were yeah, fantastic. Yeah, well, that was funny. Thank you. That was funny how that happened because, you know, there was a, a guy I became friends with. I used to go to a Grand Havana Lounge every now and then in L.A., and uh, I met this one gentleman. And actually, what was considered to be the first cigar lounge in the country, I'm not sure if that's accurate, but it was called the uh, Nazareth cigar lounge which was you know in the middle of los angeles and um and so this one guy i met his name was david Ravandi. he said you guys need better graphics than an ad because people don't know what your brand is and so uh we kind of developed a relationship from there i introduced him to you know uh um, at that time tony burhani and like the don douglas crew and then douglas said i want to branch out and make cigars for other people and i said make some for us and then Next thing you know, he shows up in Nashville with a suitcase full of, like, you know, cigars. <laughs> and that's how the Maduro got selected. It was yeah. really funny. That was a great cigar. And you talk about branding and advertising. And I'm going to tell you something, Timmy. One thing I definitely remember um, in your career uh, in the cigar industry was a time where your advertising took what I call a, a major shift. Um, and... I'm going to guess, I think it was around the time maybe you guys had just picked up John Huber. Uh, and uh, how did John Huber's marketing and advertising affect the growth and change of the CAO? Well, first and foremost, I have to say that, it, I mean, we always believe in building a really strong team. So, you know, as much as, like, some people are, like, more in front of the camera than behind the camera, it's a total team effort. So everybody, and when it comes to marketing, we always felt like really good you know, you, there's no such thing as a chief marketing officer. I mean, everybody has an opinion when it comes to marketing. And I mean everybody. Even our CFO had an opinion on marketing. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, what John loved to do, which, you know, which he, he took the lead on, was communicating via, like, new media with consumers. So, you know, he really kind of jumped on the ball with, like, email marketing before that became a hot thing. He was on, like, Twitter before that, before anybody else did. I mean, you know, he... And he really became, he's really great at, like, not only communicating with the consumer, but understanding what the consumer wants and, and you know, certainly reaching out and marketing to the consumer. Um, and he loved it. He was passionate about it. And that was just, but that was one piece of the puzzle of what was, like, a really wonderful team that we had built. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, Honest Abe here with Tim Osinger, uh, family-founded CAO Cigars. You know, you talk about John Huber and Mike Condor. How do, how do you feel watching them now uh, make their own cigar company, Crown Heads. Have you followed them at all and their progress, their success with Crown Heads, Four Kicks, Headley Grange? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're, uh, they're very close friends of mine. And so, I mean, I've always been a very kind of encouraging uh, for them. You know, at the time that when we sold our business, I had a non-compete, so I couldn't get back into the cigar business, but they didn't. So, you know... I, you know, 
I was very supportive of them wanting to go ahead and start their own uh, company. And, uh, you know, so I think that what they're doing is great. I, you know, I smoke their cigars and I, you know, I give them to other people too to smoke around town. And, uh, you know, I'm very, I'm a very big fan, obviously. Are you a bigger fan of their cigars now or the uh, general cigar version of uh, CAO? I have not smoked or followed the general cigar uh, progressing with CAO, so I don't, I can't, I can't answer that question. I, I just smoke the cigars that are given to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's what happens when you, when you retire. You can only smoke what's given to you now. You gotta watch those pennies. <laughs> so, right. I mean, you know, I, I, <laughs> they give me the cigars and I smoke it. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny, uh, Timmy. With uh, Four Kicks and John Huber, you said you mentioned you had Do Not Compete. Is that Do Not Compete over? Yeah, my non-compete is over. I mean, my non-compete expired maybe like, you know, a year and a half ago. So I'm, I'm, all, I'm all good. But, uh, you know, and I love the cigar industry, obviously. Um, but, you know, our, our new thing is, is, uh, is taking up all of my time. The, the art gallery. Well, it's not, I wouldn't call it a gallery. It's, it's a contemporary art center where we're going to be show, showcasing art that's like performing arts and also visual arts. So, like, if, if readers Google, like, BAM, Brooklyn Academy of Music, you know, you'll see that's become, like, this campus where they have arts of, like, theater, film, visual art, you know, music of different sorts, that kind of thing. Or Park Avenue Armory in New York City was a big inspiration to us. So, you know, what we're creating is more similar to, to, to that. You know, it's, it's really more about, like, you know, contemporary arts of different kinds. So let me ask you do, you, do you feel that you're through the cigar industry? I mean, as you look around, you see people who have retired or companies been purchased. Example, Christian Aroa, you know, your buddies, John Huber, Mike Condor. These guys getting back into the game for a second tour duty, as you would so call it. Do you envision yourself eventually dibble-dabbling, getting back into the business? that, you know, you and your family, you know, was so dear and close to? Well, I don't I mean, you know, I love the cigar industry, and I love cigars, and I love artisan products, and I love the fact that cigars, and I think it's really great that, that people such as yourself, Abe, are going out and trying to differentiate and educate uh, uh, people up in D.C. And, and politicians that how cigars are a different product than, than other cigars and our handmade premium cigars, other cigars, and also other tobacco products. It's a beautiful artisan. It, in and of itself, is an art, right? So, I mean, the connectivity between what we're doing now and cigars is related because they're both highly, they're, they're in the arts. So as far as your question about would I get back into it, I mean, who knows? I, you never know what kind of turn life brings you. I mean, I can <laughs> tell you that now, that, that now I'm, like, really happy doing what we're doing because we're passionate about it and we feel like it's something that's important for the development of our of our city and also helping our region and, and, you know, adding to our country. But I mean, who, who knows? I mean, I love cigars, so you can never uh, say never, I don't, I don't, <laughs> never say never. Right. Honesty be with Tim Ozinger. Timmy, don't go anywhere. I'd like to continue with a few more questions after the break. We've got Tim Ozinger. Smoke it. Kiss my ash radio on Seaview radio. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601, Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. 
La Zona, and rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word satisfying. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. You see the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Are you tired of all the new cigars coming out? If so, forget all the new flavors of the week and return to a consistent classic. Casa Magna. Ranked the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Aficionado in 2008, Casa Magna delivers the same rich, bold flavors year after year, and always at an affordable price. So the next time you walk into the humidor and feel overwhelmed by all the new brands you've never heard of, just grab a Casa Magna and rest assured you've made the right decision. Casa Magna. Taste delivered day after day, year after year. When it comes to tasting the Jack Daniels family of whiskey, I always suggest that people start with Gentleman Jack. It is the only whiskey in the world to be charcoaled mellowed twice, giving it its ultimate smoothness. Such a delicious, full-body whiskey with a kick of fruit and spice with a silky, warm, pleasant finish. When you drink Gentleman Jack, you always enjoy a rich, rewarding taste. It is the only whiskey you will want to drink. The official VIP sponsor of The Great Smoke. Please drink responsibly. This is Bill Paley from La Polina Cigars telling you to kiss my ass. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Oh, 
Welcome back. Hi, Steve here. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar in Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm your host, Honest Abe, as my gang clashes their uh, bourbon uh, glasses in front of my face. Have the brewmeister to my left and John D. Thirteen oh, sitting in for the bourbon in the morning. Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is that bourbon? Excellent. Excellent. Oh. Buffalo Trace, top ten. Absolutely. I, I you guys were uh, Rare Eagle. Oh, we're we're out. They've been on back order. Oh, so we're off to Rare Eagle now. It, it, they've been on back order, and someone who won't will remain nameless may have ordered a large amount of Buffalo Trace, so we have to keep drinking that. It's a shame, but. Oh, with the sacrifices I make. Yeah, I would have brought you a case if you'd want a case of, of Rare Eagle, but, you know. <laughs> He's zappy. He's drinking his, <laughs> his bourbon. We can't go wrong. Bourbon is good bourbon. You can't go wrong no matter what. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, hour two, we had Tim Osinger of the Osinger family. Uh, um, Formerly of CAO Cigars. Thank you. Mostly walked up through my uh, thought. Uh, here's our Meet Your Maker segment, and I wanted to thank you, Tim. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, thank you very much. I wish I could be there because it sounds like you guys are lighting it up in, in not just one way. Well, I tell you what, not being in the studio anymore and actually being in a cigar bar where we can smoke, drink, and light it up has, I think, dynamically enhanced our show. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, I'm sitting here making a bed in Nashville. I wish I could be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to promise if you're ever down in South Florida, you come by and uh, see the new place, and uh, we'll have a cigar and a cocktail. Absolutely. I've heard great things. Thank you. Thank you. So, Timmy, so, so in your eyes right now, there's no future plans of doing anything or getting back into the cigar business? No, no, no. Not, not for us right now. I mean, right, you know, when you're starting something new, we always felt like... Uh, and we climbed a, a, a big mountain in the cigar industry, and we, we made it to the top of the mountain. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and we feel like now this is a new kind of chapter, a new sort of challenge, but, but something that is really driven by, um, by heart and passion and emotion. And, uh, you know, for us, it was always about that. It was never about, we never made the plan of some people, they want to build a company with their goal of selling it, and we never did that in the cigar industry. We did it because it was something that, it was it was something we loved, and we had a degree of pride of what we were making, and we really placed a lot of value in relationships. So, um, but now we're doing something new, and and like I told you before, you know, you never know. Now, Tim, your sister was a big part of CAO and the branding and everything that went on with the company. Is she also working with you now on this art project in Nashville, or what, what has she been up to in the last seven years? Well, you know, my sister obviously she was very charismatic and great and you know she's personable and wonderful with the people and i mean she was instrumental in like you know starting our kind of you know our sales with with our cigars you know and, and relationships but uh but now you know she has you know, she has two kids that she's raising and she's also involved in in our initiative with with building a contemporary art center in nashville which her passion lies in being in being very philanthropic and also so she's involved with like education outreach and some development initiatives that we're working on fantastic now we, we talked a little bit in the last segment about where this art project is and you know it just opened on thursday what's the end goal for you guys i mean do you hope to expand this into other markets or other areas or where do you hope to take this well, I mean, again, we're just starting with our, we literally have converted our warehouse, which is like a 12,000 square foot 
uh, facility where we used to have like one conveyor belt and and like you know millions of cigars in there, and we all the racks had been removed and everything like that, which. You know, when we sold the company and they eventually uh, moved the headquarters to Richmond, Virginia, all of that they took. So, but we were inspired by, if we looked at like Park Avenue Armory in New York, that it's like a blank space, and it, but it's 55,000 square feet of blank space, but it's flexible. So if an artist comes in who's a visual artist and says, I want to turn this into the planet Mars, where families can come and kids can come and, and actually feel like they're on the planet Mars, which is kind of a mind-blowing thing. Or if somebody comes in and they want to have, like, you know, a contemporary master like Philip Glass perform, that you have the flexibility to do that in the space. Oh. Um, so from there, we have, you know, other plans that uh, of expanding that, too. Um, you know, we've kind of become friendly also with the gentleman that started Bonnaroo, which is, like, the largest outdoor festival also, in the country uh, now. in Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, right. It's, like, about an hour away from Nashville, and he's really into the arts, too, and and so, you know, it's something that's interesting. I mean, I'm not saying that we're, we're you know, going to want to uh, do something like that, but I'm saying that, you know, there's some interesting relationships that that we're building, and we do have plans to kind of, you know, it to kind of expand, like, but not anything outside of Nashville right now, but we yes, have, like, dreams what good. we want to do. Like, we, we have a couple of artists in residence that are sculpting out of clay and making huge sculptures, out of styrofoam that are finished with fiberglass, so we'd like to have resident artists come and place their work in outdoor areas close to us. So we have some plans like that. Well, it sounds like you're keeping very busy. Uh, Honest Abe here with Tim Osinger. Uh, Tim, what a lot of people didn't know about you, and I could be off the mark here, but there has always been a rumor. One of your deep passions was stand-up comedy. Is that true? I mean, I'm not sure if you would call it a passion. I mean, it was just something that, I mean, I, honestly, I preferred acting. I love the roles of being a comedic actor. Like, I loved roles like, uh, um, you know, like the Kramer role from Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Like, I liked that kind of role where you would come in and, and you know, do some stuff, get some laughs, and then exit. So I found myself being really good at that kind of stuff when it came to, like, you know, plays. And... and then somebody somebody said you should do stand up, and then I fell into that. And you know, I would talk about being born and raised from a Turkish Armenian family in Nashville, Tennessee, and you know, a lot of comedy ensued from that. Did you ever do a stand up routine live? Mm. Yeah, I did many. I performed at like you know the Comedy Store in Los Angeles. I performed at the Improv. I performed like in a bunch of different places, and and you know, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, get out when. when well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this why you were I mean, still in the cigar business or after the cigar business? So this was like, you know, before the cigar, well, this was during the cigar business. So during the day, I was visiting tobacconists, and then at night, you'd have to go, and you just want to get time in, you know, because it's like going to the gym and exercising a muscle. The more exercise you get, it helps you with your comedic timing, it helps you with your speaking and confidence and all that kind of stuff, and it helps you, most importantly, refine, like, what your jokes were. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I know you've always had a big routine of doing your father. That was one of your things. You have your father's accent down pat. You'd always tell us, can you give us a little skit of you and your father, some little little comedy? Well, I mean, you know, well, my father, you listen, when you are talking to Abe, you know, you want to tell him about the 
Cigarro, when they roll it, you know, they need to rotate. That's what they call, you know, rotate their wrist. <laughs> to make, uh, what do you call it, uh, enough the foot, but what do they call the opposite of the, the cap there? The cap, yes, the cap of the cigar, you know. And then when you light the cigar with the, not a torch, but uh, what do you call it when you move your thumb down? The lighter, Dad? Lighter, yes. <laughs> to light the end of the cigar. You are lighting the, uh, what do you call it? You need to, uh, what do you, when you move it to the, rot- you turn, rotate, yes. Rotate, anyway, you rotate the cigar. It is, uh, what do you call it, quite beautiful. So, you know, it, it, we have this comedic relationship. A lot of times, I remember my dad would be on the phone, and he would forget, like, the most obvious things, and I'd be there, and, I'd, and I would, like, see if he was drowning, you know, and finally I would jump in. But to get to our place, you go straight down the road, and then uh, you will make a, a, what do you call it, not right, not straight, left turn, left turn, yes, left turn. <laughs> and then uh, you will get to a, what do you call it, not a ghost sign, not a slow, stop sign, stop sign, yes, that's it, you know, so, <laughs> I think... <laughs> Because I tell you what. Everybody's name wrong. It's hilarious. And if anybody's ever had the chance to listen to your father's channel talk, you have him down pat. And, and might I say, too, one of the nicest men I've had the pleasure of ever being involved with, experience and talking to in, in my career in the cigar industry, was your father. He's a great guy. and Please give him our deepest regards here. You there, Abe? Yeah. Hello? Can you, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I lost you for a second. Yeah. I lost you for a second. I was saying Thank how you're... He loved, he loved, he liked you very much, Abe. So yeah. feeling was mutual. Your father was a great man, really one of the nicest people I had the pleasure of meeting in my career in the cigar industry. So we wish him all the best. And, you know, on top of your stand-up, I, I hear also, I, I've actually witnessed it a couple of times. I'm going to put you on the spot here. You, you I'm like ready. To, you like to do impressions. Well, I mean, obviously, I grew up, that was like something that came natural to me. So, yes, there have been like some people that I'm buddies with in the cigar industry that I've been known to do their impressions of. Can we have, like, a Rocky Patel, Nick Perdomo debate on whose cigar is better? Let me tell you something, but there's many different blends I work on all the time. I recite a normal blend I have that's <laughs> eight, 8 years, 10 years, 12 years, 2010-year-age tobacco. Then I have summer blend, winter blend, Spring blend, <laughs> summer night blend. Uh, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something about this man, Rocky, Rocky Patel. He doesn't understand. There's champagne of cigars. That's mine. Purdue champagne. Let me tell you how I drink champagne. I take a few of my champagne cigars, okay? I put it in a Vitamix, okay? And I turn it on, and I grind it up real good, and I drink it. All right? That's what champagne tastes like. You never tried this, like, you never tried a cigar until you put it in a Vitamix. My champagne for Domo's. Listen, I am going to do a many different blends. I have A blend, B blend, C, D, G, H, I, J, K blend, L, M, N, O, P blend, Q, R, S, N, C, U, P blend, W, X blend, Y, N, C blend. Now I know my blend, blend, blend. Next time. <laughs> CD one day. That's, that would be hilarious. We should do it for charity. Let's you know, write up. That was hilarious. Well done, Timmy. Listen, I mean, it's very, it's very easy to give it to Rocky. Just like, you know, whenever you're done, when you look at something, just put blend after it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, 
Hey, look, I love that lamp, Glenn. You know, I mean, <laughs> hey, you got a quarter, Glenn, right? <laughs> I'll take a frappuccino, Glenn, right? I mean, I just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, these people, you know, they say imitation is the highest form of flattery. So, like, these are people that I've imitated before they know it, and hopefully they, they, uh, uh, they see it as a, a highest form of compliment. Absolutely. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a little secret of mine, something that I, I really honestly have been trying to put together for years and it, you know I've done a few milestone accomplishments in my career the great smoke and a few other things but if I ever put this one together this would be my next big milestone I, I tried to put it together when I was on the board of the IPCPR for the end of the trade show but of course that was a very catastrophic effort um, but I, I <laughs> it was catastrophic I'm not even gonna lie about it um, but I'm gonna I, you you hear it here on Kiss My Ash Radio I will make this happen in Miami, but we are gonna, I am going to start an annual cigar industry roast. We're going to take. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to. This is going to happen in the next it. three years. We're going to roast somebody annually. We're going to do it for charity. Limited seats to the public. We're going to make a DVD of it. You have to promise to be involved when I get this done. Well, you know, I mean, I, I used to, it's funny that you say that, because I used to get all those Dean Martin roasts. I mean, I have all of them. The only, the only unfortunate thing is that they're all on, like, VHS. And I mean, like, <laughs> someone has VHS now, right? I mean, and they all, like, are such bad quality. They need to, like, they need to make them good quality, because I love those roasts. I thought they were hilarious. I love the whole, uh, uh, everybody was smoking and drinking in those. I mean, it was... And it was hilarious. I'm going to recreate this in the cigar industry. We're going to make an annual event for charity. And I, you just got to promise that when I get all the pieces put together, you're going to join us for it. Listen, I want to be your uh, Don Wrinkles. I want to be always there. That it comes. <laughs> but, uh, I'll, be, I will be your, uh, I'll be your cleanup hitter. If there no you one go. else can the guy good, I'll, <laughs> I'll make sure that he gets roasted good. <laughs> Perfect. Tim, I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule and uh, calling us in here at Kiss My Ash Radio. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and uh, hopefully we'll touch base in the future and uh, keep up to date and see where you're at. Thanks, Abe. It's been a pleasure. Always great talking to you, and, uh, and thank you very much for having me. Give my regards to your family. Okay, thanks. Same with you. Take care, Tim. What a, what a man. That was, great. That's funny. That was, that was funny. funny. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, up ahead, don't go anywhere. We're going to give you tickets for the Great Smoke. We got what's in the box and Cigar Showdown with uh, John D13. I'm working it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente's Fuente. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. 
the time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Stop by smoking today and become part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. Prized by a small group of devout followers, Juan Lopez cigars are likely the finest and rarest of the Nicaraguan puros favored by aficionados. Each year, a scant few of these beauties are handcrafted from the choicest Nicaraguan tobaccos. Every leaf is carefully selected for exquisite flavor and strength. The Juan Lopez smoke is intensely flavorful, rich and robust, yet smooth and well-rounded. Discover this rare treasure for yourself. Surgeon General's warning cigars not a safe alternative cigarettes. Eduardo Fernandez is at the front of one of the largest tobacco growing operations in Nicaragua, producing strong flavors from the valleys of Jalapa, Condega, and Esteli. Casa Fernandez uses Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaf in all its factories. The Fernandez family are growers and blenders by nature. Light up our box-pressed Aganorsa leaf cigars, available in our very own Corojo Jalapa wrapper and in San Andreas Maduro. The Aganorsa leaf Maduro, one of the best cigars of 2013, rated 92 by Cigar Aficionado. The Illustri, a 5x48, is now available in stores. Hi, I'm Petty the Babna. Mine is the Cigar King, which makes me the Cigar Princess. And you're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. Where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. You're a troublemaker, troublemaker. Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio, broadcasting live from the world-famous... Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar in Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm your host, Don Steve, along with my crew, the Brewmeister and John D13. And uh, we just finished probably one of my most favorite Meet Your Maker segments we had in a while. That was, that was funny. That Even was though funny. he's no longer making cigars, that was still priceless. At it was every priceless. Level. Oh. I really was trying to squeeze something out of him, see if he was coming. I, I just, I, I think they're smart enough to realize we made this, we made our money in the cigar industry. You know, why get back in this business and fight legislation, fight government, this, all this uphill battle for what? We did it. Let's move on. I, I, th- I think what he's really trying to accomplish, trying to become, you know, a renaissance man, if you will. Yeah. Because, I mean, definitely he, he and his entire family have that background of, you know, his dad was a mechanical engineer. Yeah. You don't meet a lot of mechanical engineers in the cigar industry. His no, mom's he's got a PhD from Vanderbilt. And, you know, he started out in comedy acting, you know, at the USC school. And they're making a more wide-ranging aspect than just trying to pigeonhole themselves back into cigars, which they did a great job with. But they're and they're expanding. very well-rooted and connected in the whole Nashville area. I mean, Absolutely. Everybody knows them. And, yeah. You know, I mean, they're... I, I could see Timmy running for politics there one day. I would not be surprised. Yeah, without a doubt. But it was great to have him on the show. Uh, your chance to win a pair of great smoke tickets. Yes, you are just right here, right now. 
uh, give us a call, 877-960-9960. We got a question. Give us a call. Have the correct answer. And here is the great smoke question. We're giving away a grand prize this year for every uh, attendee who purchased a general admission or a VIP ticket. And you'll have a chance to win a chunk of sterling silver that's molded into the Great Smoke logo. Okay? How many pounds is that piece of silver? Give us a call and you'll win two tickets to the Great Smoke. 877-960-9960. Be the first caller with the correct answer and you could win. And while we wait for callers... I'm going to do the top ten cigar smokers on TV and film. Okay. I'm going to go over the top ten movies of cigar smokers on TV and film. I tell you what, too... Just saw Ender's Game last night. Really? Yes. Don't see it. Oh. The, read the book. Did you read the book? There's no. Well, I read the book first. Right. I have to. I have to not lie. Okay. I did the audio book. Oh, okay. Driving back no and forth from South yeah. Carolina. Well, you know, it's reading the book as far as I'm concerned. It was a. Or somebody's reading part. it to me. But um, it, you're still getting the literature into your mind. Yes, it is exact word for word from the book. Absolutely. You cannot put that movie, that book into a movie. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. The nuances, I mean, they skipped a whole relevant background story of what his brother and his sister was doing on Earth when they were up in space. It just, it just, it was depressing. Now I realize, because after reading the book, I said, how does this movie not do, like, blockbuster sales? Well, and I, I realize now the movie just couldn't, couldn't even touch the book. Right. Well, and that's one of the big problems with films trying to be made from books. And I mean, if you go back to The Firm, did you ever read The Firm? I John saw Cameron? the movie, never read the book. See, they, the entire ending, completely different in the book from the movie. Yeah. And they, they kind of cut it off from the middle of the book and cut out like the last seven chapters to finish it. And that's how they ended the film. Well, how do you cut a 600-page book into two hours? I agree. I mean, that's one of the problems, and that's what I think Ender Game was uh, a victim of. But in that sense, top ten. Uh, if you're out there and listening, and you, if you missed one, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, Twitter us at Kiss My Ash Radio, and uh, Twitter us who you think we've missed. And if we agree with you, we will send you a official Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Fine Cigars KMA Ashtray. But here's the top ten cigar smokers on TV and film. Ten coolest cigar smokers. Ready? Arnold Schwarzenegger as Major Alan Dutch in Predator. I'll be back. Are these in any particular order? No, no particular order. Okay. No particular order whatsoever. Okay. Clint Eastwood as a man with no name and a fistful of dollars, of course, smoking a little Parodi's, uh Okay? Can't You can't have this list and not include at least one Clint Eastwood reference. Absolutely. Exactly. George Burns as the devil in Oh God, You oh, Devil. Oh, that was great. Uh, of course, God would be smoking a cigar. He would have to be. And a bourbon. And, and drinking a bourbon. At the if same they don't allow time. cigars in heavens, I shall not go. Oh, very nice, Twain. Thank you. Thank you. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine in X Men. Yeah. What? How can you be a superhero and not smoke a cigar? All right. Uh, Especially Fam when he Key... puts it out on his hand. That's a great scene. <laughs> Famke Jensen is Xenia on a top in Goldeneye. She can smoke anything. I'm. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Six by sixty, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Where's Lady M when you need her? Ayo. Al Pacino is Tony Montana in Scarface. You talking? You talking to me? 
course. Wrong film. <laughs> okay, here's one that doesn't before my time. Maybe John D. will get it. Maybe Adam will get it. Adam knows facts, right? Sterling Hayden as Brig Gen Jack Ripper. Brigadier General Jack Ripper? Yes. Yeah. Know what movie? I've never even heard of Sterling Hayden. Yeah. Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying About Worrying and Love the Bomb. Yeah. Okay. That's a cult film. Exactly. Big time. George Trapard, Hannibal Smith. Oh, got to love that one. You know, gotta love you know that Liam Neeson said that if he had to smoke a cigar again, he won't make another 18 movie. Really? Yep, what it was. All right, no more, that, no more right? movies of his. Lost that, a little that he was the rocks, wrong guy to play Hannibal. Yeah. He definitely was the wrong guy to play Hannibal. And I, uh, See, uh, I really wanted so much out of that movie, too. Because it was a great genre movie to make. Absolutely. Great genre movie to make. The other thing was, Mr. T is still alive and probably able to do things. You don't put Rampage Jackson in there when you can still get Mr. T. And you probably, probably could have got away with it, too. Absolutely. He, the guy hasn't really aged. He probably would have still cut the mohawk you and done see, it. He doesn't have a mohawk anymore? I don't know. I got to believe he's got a mohawk. He still though. probably got it. You know? There wasn't you can't see how old he is behind all the gold. Exactly. I pity the fool. I know, and the worst part is they totally um, took out the evil or everything that was uh, Mr. T's character yeah. for, and they totally just humanized it more and I was like really you can't do that no, no. it was bad a bad move I agree next we have Jack Klugman the odd Anybody couple know? the odd couple yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. great do you remember that show uh, barely barely you're too young yeah and finally may he rest in peace James Gandolfini is Tony yeah. Soprano I love that show HBO, so Soprano so if you feel we've missed any uh, please uh, Twitter us at Kiss My Ash Radio, and we'll get you an ashtray. I, I'm going to throw one out there that I know right away. Uh, Ruben from Ocean's 11, 12, and 13, yep. always smoking a cigar. Yep. In fact, had a Zycar lighter and cutter on the table in the first scene with him, George Clooney, and Brad Pitt when they're having lunch by the pool. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to take callers after the break and see who won tickets for The Great Smoke. This is so hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. When it comes to tasting the Jack Daniels family of whiskey, I always suggest that people start with Gentleman Jack. It is the only whiskey in the world to be charcoaled mellowed twice, giving it its ultimate smoothness. Such a delicious, full-body whiskey with a kick of fruit and spice with a silky, warm, pleasant finish. When you drink Gentleman Jack, you always enjoy a rich, rewarding taste. It is the only whiskey you will want to drink. The official VIP sponsor of The Great Smoke. Please drink responsibly. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series B Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. 
Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shelves, but undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estates Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoking locations. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. This is Kurt Kendall from 724 Cigars. All I do is dream about listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Welcome back. Honest Abe here. Broadcasting live from the world-famous Casa and Monte Cristo Cigar Bar in Boynton Beach, Florida, with my gang, the Brewmeister, and John D13. We just almost had a physical throwdown here in the yeah. shop. I almost like had to throw my producer out of the show, trying to argue with me that the Gracho Marx Brothers were better than the Three Stooges. I just like to know what universe this guy, maybe in Bizarro World. No, no, Three Stooges were masters, transcends time and plane. Nobody knows Groucho Marx today. Name the three brothers. The fact you know that is sad. It's sad. Uh, Everybody in the world knows Moe, Larry, and Curly. Get my five-year-old daughter in here. Somebody get my five-year-old daughter out of here. They probably even know Shemp. If anybody's listening, get my five-year-old daughter out of here. I'm going to make her tell us who the Three Stooges is. See if she knows who Groucho Marx is. <laughs> Five years old. Doesn't go there. Anyways, we got tickets for the great... Eugene, get my daughter up here. <laughs> I'm going to prove my point. Anyways, we got some callers. We got Mark from Zephyr Hills. Mark, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Good morning, Abe. How are you today? How you doing, Mark? Have you smoked... I am absolutely phenomenal today. I like... Now, Mark... I need you to state your opinion. Three Stooges or the Groucho Brothers? Hey, I I have been a Three Stooges fan since I was a little kid. That's my man. Always the Three Stooges. Sit right here, Dad. That's my man. That's the way. Are you smoking a cigar this morning? 
I'm actually having my hand a Room 101 Big Delicious this morning. <laughs> Nicely nice. done. How appropriate for today. How is appropriate. It, is it big and delicious? Yeah, <laughs> get away. Absolutely both. <laughs> now, Mark, have you been to the Great Smoke? Not yet. All right. So this will be your first annual. I'm sure it's going to be an experience you will never forget. I hope you get this answer right. We are giving away a chunk of sterling silver at the Great Smoke this year, uh, etched in the Great Smoke logo. How many pounds, or what's the weight of this piece of silver? 20 pounds. That is correct, my friend. And you have won yourself a pair of tickets to the Great Smoke. Congratulations. We will see you next Saturday. Yes, you will. Absolutely. I was going to be there one way or the other. This makes it all the better. There you go. Thanks a lot, Mark. Absolutely. And make sure you let Lady M know. Smoking <laughs> Day is coming up. We will. We will. <laughs> Take care, my friend. Thank you. Anytime. You got your headphones or? Absolutely. All right. Now, this is my five-year-old daughter. Let's see if she can get these headphones on. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? She can't hear her. Say, say hello one more time. Hello. There you go. What's your name? Petra. All right, Petra. Now, how old are you? Five. You're five years old. Okay. Do you know who the Gracho Marx brothers are? No. Yeah, because they stink, Daddy. They okay? do? Yeah. Do you know who the Three Stooges are? Yes. Do you like the Three Stooges? Yes. Yeah. Who? Can you tell me their names? Um, Curly? He's our favorite. Who are the other two? I forgot. Oh, come on. Who's the one with the show? Mo? Mo? She's got Mo. One more left. Larry? There you go. Do you remember any scenes from the movie? The what? Do you remember any scenes from the movie? No. What about when the lobster went down Larry's pants? How did he go? Crazy. How did he sound? I forgot. You forgot it? All right. Well, thanks for proving your daddy right. You're welcome. Go have some pizza for lunch after the show? Yes. All right. Yeah, Bye. give away. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lucas, say hi. <laughs> oh, he's running. He's gone. All right. That's all for our underage segment there. My point exactly. Five years old. Knows the Three Stooges. Get that Groucho Mark stuff out of here. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Time uh, for a Cigar Showdown with John D13. It's going to be a long intro. No, you can go at any time. <laughs> I don't think there's any words for this one. All right, John. We gave you two cigars, unbanded, unknown to you, what they are, what region they're from. And what wrappers or binders or fillers they consist of. Tell us about the first cigar we gave you to smoke today. Uh, the first cigar, nice petite Corona, uh, dark wrapper. You know, it was very rustic looking. It, it's it's almost like there was no wrapper. On the, the, the binder was almost like the wrapper, that kind of look, which mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. I mean, I like, you know, a smooth wrapper is nice, but, you know, this rustic, this rustic look on the wrapper was, was very nice as well. Uh, great pre-light draw, uh, a little spice on the pre-light, which I like. Uh, good smoke volume. Uh, the first half inch or so, uh, the pepper and the spice came out in it. Um, lots of flavor in the first half. Had a nice, firm, dark gray ash, but the, the, the spice faded and went away after like the first inch. So the rest of the cigar wasn't quite as spice, but it was very flavorful. 
Yeah, I would call it probably for me a medium strength cigar. Uh, once again, great flavor, a lot of variety in the flavor. You know, once again, you know, I don't smell, I don't taste cinnamon buns or monkey bread or any of that other crap in a cigar. <laughs> no, no like, buttered steak or there's anything. There's no buttered steak in there. No good. No scorched earth. No scorched earth. No fire crap. I mean, overall, it's a very good cigar. I mean, I would I would definitely buy a box of these. Whoa. It's a great size for me, the Petit Corona. It's, it's, for me, it would be a very nice mid-morning to mid-afternoon cigar. Great. Hmm. And how do you fare that to the one you're currently smoking, which I'm going to assume is the number two cigar we gave you? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, number two, uh, not quite as rustic a cigar. It's a Maduro-type wrapper. Uh, the the wrapper is a little bit smoother than the first, but once again, it's it has a rustic look to it. Um, less rustic than number one. Uh, you could definitely tell the difference between the two. It was, it was a shorter cigar than number one, almost like a, a, a miniature petite Corona, so to speak. Uh, very, very firm cigar. I mean, it was it was a hard cigar, but you know, lots of times you get a hard cigar, it's a tough draw. But this is a very good draw. Very good, just pure tobacco flavor on the pre-light draw. Uh, a very light colored ash. Which is much different than the first one, which is a which is a dark gray ash. Uh, good flavor profile, a good smoke volume, but not. It did, I didn't have any pepper or spice in it like I did the first one, and I'm I'm a pepper and spice kind of guy. So between the two, I'd probably definitely have to go with cigar number one. Cigar number one. Yeah. Any ideas on where these cigars might be from? I mean, the first one had your it seemed like your typical Nicaraguan kind of flavor profile to it. The second one. Maybe Nicaragua and Honduran. It, it wasn't as strong. I would call it a, a, a medium mild to medium cigar. It wasn't as heavy as number one. Hmm. Interesting. Adam, the results? Uh, so, so who wins? So we're going to go with cigar number one. Number, number one wins hands down. Hands down. Hands down. Cigar number one that won today is the Illusion MK Ultra. Yeah. I like that cigar. I've had a feeling you might. And who was shot down? Shot down number two was the La Altier Maduro number 44. Uh, never had it. There you have it. Well, now you have. Now I have. There mm-hmm. you go. The Illusion uh, MK Ultra against the La Altier Maduro number 44, Illusion, comes out ahead in today's Cigar Showdown. As boxworthy, too. Boxworthy. Boxworthy. Definitely too. boxworthy. That's, with, that's really saying something for With John, John D13. Up ahead, we're going to do a little cigar trivia. Talk about Fantasy Fusumari and the Great Smoke. Don't go anywhere. Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Honest Abe here. I want to tell you about the coolest cigar app that you could download for free. It's called Cigar Boss, and it features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me keep track of the cigars in my humidor, helps me pick out the perfect cigar that I want to smoke, and read what other real cigar smokers are saying. Cigar Boss will help you find nearby cigar shops and offer special deals only for members. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone or Android device today. 
Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. Some of their best accessories are now even better. The popular VX V cutter, we all know and love with its razor sharp inverted blade, is now available in a carbon fiber and mesh look finish. Also, the new ELX is more ergonomic in your hand and has a new internal components that give it more of the horsepower you need. These, of course, all come with their incredible lifetime warranty. Stop by, smoke in today, and become part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. Casa Fernandez has done it again. Following the breakout success of the JFR 770, Eduardo Fernandez has transformed the way you look at the everyday cigar. At four and a half inches and a 46 ring gauge, the JFR Junior has taken all the flavor of a Nicaraguan Puro at an incredible value and balanced it perfectly into an enjoyable everyday Corona. Made exclusively at the Casa Fernandez Nicaraguan Esteli factory, the JFR Junior will be sure to please the palate of even the most staunch aficionado. Don't wait. Make sure to pick up the Casa Fernandez JFR Junior at your local tobacconist today. This is Ariel from La Serena Cigars, and Adam, you can kiss my ash. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. Welcome back. Honest Abe here. Broadcasting live from the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar in Boynton Beach, Florida, along with my crew, the Brewmeister, and sitting in for the lovely Lady M, John D. Thirteen. A little snow informer. Yeah. Do you know this one? Uh, in th- in song, but never one of my favorites. He was like a one-hit wonder out of yeah, Canada. It really was. Canadian, yeah, one-hit wonder out of Canada. Snow. Hey. Hey. Right. He's probably going to apologize. I for want to being thank a all our lawyer listeners out there who blew up our Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio, defending the Three Stooges against those uh, Marx guys. I forget what they're called. Those Marxist guys. Hey, hey. Honk, honk. How can a guy be funny who doesn't even talk and honks a horn? Mustaches. Those stupid mustaches. Oh, yeah. Much more than that. Yeah. Hey. Visual comedy, the Three Stooges were mastered slapstick visual comedy. Yeah, giveaway. Get out of here. Genius. Uh. All right, time for cigar news. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. I'm going to open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar news. February 15th, 2014. Jose Blanco is back. Hooray. The former vice president of Hoy de Nicaragua and sales director of La Aurora has created his own company. Some people, it just won't go away. It's, it's in their blood or something, you know? Las Cumbres Tobacco, which already has its first blend in the works. Uh, Las Cumbres Tobacco literally means the summits of tobacco is based in the Dominican Republic. 
The first line will be a Dominican-made boutique cigar called Senorial by Jose Blanco. He's making it with Tabacalera La Palma, which is run by his cousin, Huchi Blanco, the maker of the aging room Quattro F55 Concerto. Hochi, 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 The cigars will initially be five sizes, uh, you know, typical sizes. It doesn't have an official release date yet. In fact, nothing is firmly set. Um, even from that masterpiece to the, even the final blend is not set. But Blanco expects the cigars to be out in May or June. Blanco is still in the process of deciding how they'll be distributed. Blanco s- said that he also hopes to create cigars with Guillermo León at the La Aurora factory in the future though no details on this project are at this time. So he went from Miami Cigars mm-hmm. to Hoya de Nicaragua right. to now let's make my own cigars. Best of luck to Jose Blanco. Perez and Giannini reunited and it tastes so good. Anybody remember those commercials? Yeah. It's about as gay as the cigar sounds. Uh, five years ago, <laughs> almost to the month, Ernesto, well, we can hear the name. Oh, boy. Five years ago, almost a month, Ernesto Perez Carrillo left La Gloria Cubana brand and his longtime associate, Michael Giannini. A little background history. Ernesto's in Little Havana. Right. Rocking the world, making yep. his cigars, three out released, got his factory at DR. General Cigar buys him. At that time, I think Michael Giannini was... Um, a sales rep for Ashton, yep. East Coast sales rep or a South, South Florida sales rep, and it represented Ashton, goes to work with General, and him and Giannini basically, Giannini and Ernesto work together, working just the La Gloria brand under General Cigar. Um, obviously, at some point, Perez's contract's up, figures, let me go make my own cigars the way I used to make them, and he's been doing very well at it, uh, but both have thrived and both remained friendly over the years. Uh, both Giannini and Perez Carrillo are staying in their current positions at their, rep- at their respective companies, but have joined forces to create a limited edition smoke called Giannini Re Plus United. Oh, Reunited. Sounds like a boy band name. It re. This is what it was reading here. Re R E Plus United. Reunited. I guess if they put the words together, we wouldn't have figured it out. I don't know. I, I mean, that's technically a word, right? Anyways, the cigar is made with tobaccos from both companies as a result of their working and blending together. The smoke they decided comes in one size, the 6.5 inches by 54 ring gauge. The wrapper leaf is one from General's vast inventory of nothing. An eighth priming Ecuador. Did I say that? <laughs> did I say that on the air? <clears throat> it's those. I, 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 Take my medication. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Anyways, Bad. the smoke they decided on comes in one size. Um, the wrapper leaf is grown from General's Vast. Yeah. Anyways, the binder, binder, cigars are packed. Bottom line is they're going to make 1,500 of these boxes of 10 and expected to be on sale this March, which is not that far away. Really? Yeah. Final who, price. Who, who's to be doing done. the final, you know, packing and bunching? I'm and, assuming that this is all going to be a general product at the end. Oh. Yes. Okay, enough said. Yeah. So. I'm yeah. very excited. Find it uh, half price on Cigars International about a week later. Asylum, <laughs> Asylum introduces a new striped smoke. Asylum Cigars is re- releasing additional sizes. 
to its green striped cigar blend just in time for St. Patrick's Day. The Asylum Ogre, a barber pole style cigar made with candela, which for those of you who don't know is green, green leaf, that may debut last year will now appear in four formats in time for the upcoming green themed holiday. The original Ogre, which is 7x70, Nicaraguan Puro that feature two types of wrapper leaves, a dark Corojo and a green Cantella, uh, which is also known as a barber pole style. The huge concoction retailed for about $8 and was limited release for St. Patrick's Day. Company founders Tom Lazuka and Christian Aroa decided to use the same intertwined wrapper format and add three sizes to the blend, which will be premiering in the upcoming months. Hooray. And Ortega goes big. Add Ortega premium cigars to the list of brands trying to capture the lower-priced, larger ring-gauge market. Ortega will begin by shipping his Heavy Duty in April, a line debuting in 360 ring-gauge sizes, with a trio of even larger cigars slated for the following month. The Dominican-made Heavy Duty 60 will debut in a 5x60, 6x60, and 7x60 sizes, shipping in a tray of 60 cigars. In May, the company will begin shipping the Heavy Duty 70, and may eventually have a plan for a heavy-duty 80. The cigars are made at Abe Flores' PDR cigars and feature an Ecuadorian Habana wrapper with Dominican and Nicaraguan and Pennsylvania fillers. And that is all for Cigar News, wow. February 15, 2014. I, I, I don't get this big ring gauge. Well, if you get a big ring gauge, you do it for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. The market is heavily moving more and more towards this big ring gauge movement. I don't get it. I'm going the other way. Yeah. I'm liking Coronas, yeah. Lonsdales. Yep. You know, that's you know more of the format I'm actually enjoying more lately. But the sales speak, and it seems like, I mean, the brewmeister would know the the big ring gauges are moving. Yeah. It's getting bigger by the minute. Oh yes. Do you think they just think they're getting a better value by having such a larger Th- ring gauge? That's cigar? what I think people believe that I'm getting the most tobacco, the most cigar for my dollar, and it's going to last me a long time, and this way I'm getting the most for what little money I hopefully have to spend on cigars is what I think a lot of people are going after. You know, to, to me, I mean, and I've gone from, you know, smoking Robustos and Churchills to Coronas and Lanceros and Lonsdales, it takes a lot better skill to blend and produce a smaller ring gauge cigar. There's so much more flavor in such a small package, and if you can do that, you can just do just about anything. Absolutely. I agree. So we'll see how the trend goes, how the market goes. And now time for KMA's Ash Hole of the Week. All right. You can actually find a picture of this guy online. I'm actually looking at it. This is hilarious. A man robs a store wearing a flower pot as a disguise and wields a chainsaw. Yes, it happened in Ipswich, Australia. If there are awards for such things, an Australian teen would surely win the prize for the most unique robbery attempt. According to Queensland Times, police were called to a local 7-Eleven, of course, where else would it happen? Of course. After reports that a chainsaw-wielding suspect wearing a flower pot on his head to disguise his identity made a memorable attempt to rob the store. Yes, workers at the convenience store say about 4.30 a.m. Monday, the suspect, Stephen Frank Steele, entered the store and began terrorizing them in an attempt to rob the place. They say Steele lunged at them with a chainsaw 
and then attacked several display racks <laughs> at the window <laughs> while demanding the money. The police said it even got more bizarre when Steele dropped his pants exposing his buttocks <laughs> to the shock store employees. It was at this time, instead of handing over the cash, the two employees fled the back room <laughs> to escape the chaos. Uh, Steele eventually gave up and left only with a bottle of soda. <laughs> which, brings, which brings me to my next point, kids. Don't do meth. I tell you. Uh, he didn't get far. Police officer responding to the reports of the robbery noticed Steele walking down a nearby street and placed him under arrest. The allegedly stolen chainsaw was found nearby in a bush by a police dog. Steele is charged with multiple crimes, including one count of armed robbery, two counts of willful damage, one count of public nuisance, and damaging a parked vehicle while fleeing the crime scene. <laughs> Investigators say that Steele was drunk during the late What a rampage. shock. Go figure. Who well, would have thunk it? <laughs> this has been another great episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. I want to thank all our loyal listeners out there, the great fans who showed up here at the uh, world-famous Casa Monte Cristo store to listen to the show live. Uh, next week will be interesting. The great uh, Kiss My Ash Radio will be broadcasting live from the Great Smoke event in West Palm Beach. It's, gonna, it's become, like we said, it's voted the best cigar event in the country. Uh, if you haven't got your tickets, I believe there's still some available. You can go to www.kissmyashradio.com. And there's a link maybe for The Great Smoke. <laughs> I was going to say. com. We'll be there from 10 to 12 live. If you purchase a ticket for the general admission or VIP, you can come in the general admission area and listen to the show live before the event starts. Yep. We already have tons of guests scheduled to be on. Uh, Matt Booth, Marvin Samuel, Eric Espinosa, Eddie Ortega. Who else we got coming on? Uh, Pete. Pete Johnson. Some um, manufacturers are going to be coming John on. Pete Huber, Mike Condor. Yes. Great lineup. And actually, uh, Huber and Condor, first year at the Great Smoke, too. I know. I'm excited to see what these guys think. We're going to be real excited to be there. We're going to do our show live from 10 to 12, and then we're just going to party on with the rest of the folks uh, for the event. And John D. will have to be exposed yeah. to uh, a large crowd, public. So please take your Xanax. Any particular bottle you want me to get you beforehand? You know, a couple of bottles would be good. A couple take of your Xanax that morning. All right. We'll make sure there's a bottle sitting by your chair ready to yeah. go when you show up. <laughs> well, remember, folks, life is short. Never be afraid to express how you feel. If anybody doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ass. My traditional sign-off, be merciless, spare no cigars, smoke them all, let God sort them out. To Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon. Join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to kissmyassradio.com. To me, it makes a lot of-